Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm going to talk about this particular aspect of Luca's game that just might not be sustainable, but... Before we get to that, let's go ahead and fire off cut number four to talk about that Mavs-Jazz game. Dallas up four. Three minutes left in the game. And Luka goes to the top. Players in the league this year on the post-ups. And El Nino Matavia goes down to the post and scores again. Now, that was a big deal right there because it got Luka to 30-plus points yet again. He is the first NBA player to score 30 or more points in the first seven games of the season since Wilt Chamberlain did it in 1961-62. That was one of two times that Chamberlain did it. The only other person to do it, as I'm sure you remember. Something night, was it? Jack Twyman. Twyman. I was thinking Twilight, Twyman, Knight. They showed it last night on the game, and I was like, I don't know, because my son asked me about him. I'm like, "Uh, he was playing obviously that year 17 years before i was born he is not in the nba hall of fame he is a six-time nba all-star and two-time nba all second team but when you're on the same list as somebody like wilt chamberlain that's pretty damned impressive it is now he has a long way to go as they showed last night the the all-time record is wilt chamberlain who did it 23 straight games to start a season so we're still a ways off from matching that which Honestly, when we get into this segment, I don't know if I want him to get to that streak. All right. Now, the Mavericks win, but you had brought this up to me the other day. Yeah. And so I wanted to do a little bit of research to check it out. Is Luca last night, he took 20 shots. I like that number. He was 12 of 20. And I like that number. I think that's exactly where you want him to be. And I'm telling you, if his three-point shot gets going like it has in the past, a little bit later into the season, holy crap. I think that he is going to be an unstoppable offensive machine. He's great offensively right now, no doubt. It's just I feel like the poor selection on three-pointers is holding him down from being an unstoppable juggernaut. But... You brought up, before this game, he was taking 25 and a half shots per game, which is a lot, a lot, a lot. And it's still at 24.7. I look throughout his career. Which is a lot. Yes, that is a lot. (laughs) I look throughout his career, and if you want to kind of discount the rookie year, he's fighting his way. Took 16 and a half shots per game. The three years after that. So the three years when he's developed into like. First team All-NBA. Exactly is he's taken 20.6 shots a game, 20.5 shots a game, and 21.6 shots per game. So pretty consistent. Here's where he sits in the NBA in that run. Three years ago, fifth most shots per game. The leader had 23. Two years ago, fifth most shots per game. Leader had 23. Last year, second most shots per game. 
The leader has 22. Do you have the names of the people who led the league in shots per game? I would have to go double check on those because my research was more about okay. getting to another level. Okay. But so, but I, I can go. I can go double check right, on that. I don't want to take us. Did off. you know in the last twenty years, Monte Ellis led the league in most shots taken twice? So there's your fun fact. All right, but over the last that didn't lead to a championship. It did not. It did not. The last twenty years, how many times do you think a player has taken more than twenty five shots per game? In the last twenty years. In the last twenty years. Russell Westbrook comes to mind, but okay. I don't know if he did or not. I'll say 25 or more. You know what? I'm going to go with one. Okay. Who would be your guess? Russell Westbrook. Okay. And if I told you Russell Westbrook never hit that threshold, him and James James Harden, I think, got to like 24 and changed, but they never hit that threshold. Then I'm going to go with zero. Zero. Okay. The correct answer is two. Now, can I try to guess those two? Yes. Yes, you can. Kobe? Kobe is one of them. Who's the other one? They're two different people. So Kobe didn't do it twice. Right. In the last 20 years. Last that, 20 that brings years. in a lot of people. Um, Shaq? Allen Iverson. Ah, that makes sense. So I decided to go back and look, and this is why it's unsustainable. And don't get me wrong. This is not a knock against Luka. He shoots the ball too much just because of him. It's also a knock against the rest of the team and the setup of this organization and this roster about why he has to shoot the ball too much. Now, because real quick, he is shooting it 25 times at over 50%. So his percentage is great on his 25 shots. Absolutely. And the the Iverson season was the 01-02 season. He shot more than 25 times in a game. Guess what happened to that team? That was not the NBA Finals team. They lost in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. 05-06, Kobe Bryant. I believe that year he shot 28 shots a game. 27 or 28. Guess what happened with that team? I want to say that year they were the 8th seed that lost to Phoenix? They lost in the first round of the playoffs. So... I know your concern is, because we've talked in the past about usage rate, which usage rate more complex in terms of not just shooting the ball, but your usage of which, how much time you have the ball, distribute the ball, et cetera, is it's only happened twice in in, in the turn of the century. It's only happened twice. Both of those teams were led by star players. Because I think we'd all agree, right. Allen Iverson and Kobe, they were great. That was at somewhat of their peak. Yes, absolutely. They were great. What happened? They shot the ball a lot, and their teams lost in the first round of the playoffs. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think your concern going into this and why I wanted to do the research on this is your concern is Luka is great, and he shoots the ball a lot, but that does not lead to team success. Yes. Is that... He's doing it based off of he has to do it. Last night when they got down 64-49, to Lucas started taking over the game, and he was like, I'm going to go to the basket. I'm going to get some easy buckets here, at least for him. And so he didn't really look to his teammates because there were a couple times where guys were open. He's like, screw you guys. You haven't hit your shots tonight again. And so I got to take things over somewhat, and I got to get to the basket. I either got to draw fouls or I got to make these baskets. And he did, and he got the team back into the game, and other guys did too. I, I gave credit to to Dwight Powell earlier in the show. I gave credit to Christian Wood earlier in the show. There were guys that ended up stepping up too in certain situations. But I think Luca right now shooting at 25 times is 
this is the only way we can win right now. And I'm hoping that changes as the season goes. I just don't know if it is. I don't know what guy can step up and get you the 15 shots per game and be a consistent shot maker. And I don't think you're going to like this either because the last four people to lead the league in shots, LeBron, okay. they didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah. The two years before that, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal. Yeah. Obviously, you're not looking at Washington for any great shakes. And then the year before that, James Harden. They got bounced in the second round of the playoffs. And, and that was so, when he was with Houston, and then he quit the team? Yes. <laughs> I mean, he did, right? After that year, didn't he go, then I quit? Yes. And so that part is concerning is not only if you reach 25, it's only happened twice, and you lose in the first round of the playoffs. But the other concerning thing is if you look at the last several seasons, whoever leads the league in shots – their team does not have a great deal of success. Yeah. Even the year before that, take this for what you will. Russell Westbrook led. Guess what happened to that Oklahoma City team? They lost in the first round of the yeah. playoffs. So you look at it. You have teams that don't make the playoffs and no team in the last five years that has had the leading shooter in terms of most attempts has made it past the second round of the playoffs. I was at a middle school football game yesterday and Luca's name got brought up. And one of the moms who's a big basketball fan said, Luke is a ball hog. I think 33% of our audience right now also are with her that Luke is a ball hog. I think Luke is a willing passer and wants to be a passer. He does over dribble at times. And that's also part of the game today that I don't appreciate or like. I don't like how much the ball dominant player sees how much much air is in the basketball and Luca does fall into that category and but we I, talked after what was the first three games how and at the end of the game he'll play some hero ball on you yes and we're not thrilled and, about that right we're not thrilled about his bad shots and it seems like he also has been told or realizes those were kind of bad shots let yeah. me try a let me try to get a better look and it didn't work out Reggie Bullock missed his three he missed uh I don't know an 18 to 20 foot jumper uh, the other night uh, when they against uh, Oklahoma City when they lost a 16-point lead, the ball didn't go in and they had a bad overtime. But my thing about Luka is I don't believe he's a ball hog in his head. Like, that's not what he wants to be. Right. Russell Westbrook wants to be a ball hog. He doesn't want to pass the basketball. I think Luka does want to pass the basketball. If you go back to his upbringing when he was an MVP in the second best league in the world, he was a passer first, a scorer second. I think he wants to be more LeBron than Russell Westbrook. But this team, the Dallas Maverick team right now especially, is dictating he be more of a ball hog. I think he would love to pass the ball more. They just have to prove to him and do a better job of knocking down shots or be a better facilitator in general is that when you kick the ball to a guy in the corner that they can do more than just catch and shoot the ball because what happens when Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith and Maxi Kleba don't get the cleanest look that they want? They don't shoot it. They can't do anything else with the basketball. Dorian Finney-Smith did have a really nice drive from the baseline last night, but pretty much they're like, I'm pretty much useless if I don't get this shot off. Right. I have to now give it back to Luca, who most likely is 40 feet away from the basket, and you have seven seconds to do something. Now, one of the things that came up is some people have a couple of questions. What happened to Bertans? And I don't know if we like dove for, far enough into this the other night. Jason Kidd was asked about Bertans and Nilakina, and he said nothing like imminent on that. You know, and that could yeah. mean. 
a week that can mean three weeks but it sounds like you're still you're still a minute away from seeing either one of those because Bertans is one of those guys that like I look I'm not looking for him to defend to help me out but <laughs> if you find him open he can get on a heater for sure and tear it up and he has a very quick release and he's not afraid to shoot the basketball same thing with Tim Hardaway Jr. was horrible last night, but that's what you have to do. He's Swaggy P. He's J.R. Smith. He he fits into the category of when he sees the ball. With my kid last night, I said, let's see what he does when he right. entered the game. He touched the ball five times, four times he shot it. There was one time in his first five times of touching the basketball that the ball didn't somewhat go up. It didn't have to immediately go up, but he touched it. He said, I have to shoot this basketball. The one time he didn't, he dribbled the ball up the court because they were, they denied Luca the ball and he dribbled it up and he's like, okay, this time I will not immediately shoot it. That's who Tim Hardaway Jr. is. He's, you know, we call him in our house, he's a black hole. When you touch the basketball, he has a teammate of his in middle school, James, who's his teammate. and He's a black hole. As soon as he touches the ball, we know what's happening. The ball will be shot. And so, it's okay. That's who Tim Hardaway Jr. is. There's going to be games where Tim Hardaway Jr. goes 10 of 13 for 26 points in a game because that's just who he is. And then you're going to have to deal with these nights where he goes 1 of 9. He's not going to stop shooting. It's just that he's just not hot right now to start the year. Tomorrow night, Tim Hardaway Jr. might be the MVP of the game. It's just who you have to deal with we with Tim Hardaway about the, Jr. the overtime game. When he hit the first three-pointer, I was like, we're going to win for yeah. sure. Because when he gets in that mode, to your point, I, I always think yeah. we're going to win. And he's never going to turn down a shot, which that's just who he is. It's fine. That's the basketball player that you signed. And some people are asking about like how you move on from him. We've had this conversation a bunch off air. Is That's why, and it's no disrespect to Tim Hardaway, the human being, is didn't love the contract when it got signed and we, we warned we both we warned ahead of time if you go at the numbers that people are talking about you're going to regret that and i don't think there's any question that the mavericks sit here and they regret that yeah. deal yeah he was a according to all the analytics everybody who is writing articles tim hardaway jr is really a 12 to 13 million dollar player yes he had a little nice run against the clippers in the playoffs, but you're going to way overpay if you give yeah. him more than $12 million. And we were like, dude, what if you take that money and something else and you go get a Zach Levine? What if you do something with this money? As much as Tim Hardaway Jr. looks like an asset on this team, what if you do something different? And I don't want to make a Tim Hardaway Jr. shot segment here. It's He's on your team. You're going to have to deal with him. He's very tough to trade because of the contract you have. But in this 25 shots per game for Luka, I love that you did this research. This is going, if we keep this it up, leads to playoff you're, you're not going to make it in out of the first round. Yeah. If this is the if this is the strategy of the Mavs, Luke is a 25-shot guy a game because that's just the team we constructed. You're going to be out in the first round. And you mentioned it at the very beginning, and I, I think a lot of folks would feel more comfortable in the 20 to 21 area. Yes, and that's last year he shot 21.6, and you made it to the Western Conference Finals. fine with that. 20 or 21, I think you're clicking. Yes. And I'd, I'd love for him to be at... 21 shots and 51%. He's at 51.4%. So his shot selection, at times we can question his three-point shot selection. The dude is shooting 25 times a game at over 50%. That's pretty spectacular. Yeah, no, I agree with that. With the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, I'm really looking forward to this segment. Who's your favorite athlete you've ever gotten an autograph from, and how did you acquire that? Plus, we'll tell you some charity news, and Mike likes it. All of it is part of the Lunch Rush next right here on The Fan. 
Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.